Um, I would like to continue um, my topic about uh, prayer, um, about prayer and about word of God, because they they link together. And I would like to show you uh, one mistake, and um, very often. Uh, people, believers, they make such mistakes. Um, obviously, we make mistakes, and there are some, some um, main mistakes, and, and there are some other mistakes. And when we make, you know, such main mistakes, um, it might have a negative result in our life and in your prayer you have some basic mistakes and some other mistakes and I want to show you an example or a story um, of it of two people who who were believers um, Abraham and Lotus they they considered righteous people uh, so in other words they they're uh, believers i am not going to tell you the whole story but i would like to invite you you know to encourage you to read the story bible describes um, abraham's life a lot and then God visited Abraham and he told Abraham, um, God said that I would, I, uh, I have a plan to uh, destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And you remember the time when Abraham was talking about this with God and um, a, and it looks like Abraham was able to influence God's decision somehow. Abraham was um, a friend of God. And if you read the Bible from the first beginning to the end, you know that um, God didn't have many friends. And they were not called um, his friends, but Abraham was called um, a friend of God and we will see if we can say the same about Lotus and uh, you know one day God decided to visit Abraham um, to talk to him and Abraham was thinking okay God was going to visit me but my um, relative Lotus is here um, uh, the lotus was in uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, and God was Abraham was uh, was um, saying to God, um, um, "Yeah, so um, Abraham was um, giving suggestions, kind of suggestions to God, um, not to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah." Um, he was thinking uh, about some people who um, were who didn't make mistakes uh, you know he got he wanted God to find those people 10 or 20 people 
And the same time when Abraham was having a conversation with uh, God, Lotus, Lotus was um, eating there. He was drinking. He was just living his life um, like the world is going to last forever. And he had no idea that um, the end is coming, the tragical end is coming soon. A single thought occurred to his mind, didn't occur to his mind, that after one hour, the end is coming and you have no idea and you live your life uh, without thinking about it. But God was going to about, he was about to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And Abraham was um, praying and God was sending um, angels to Lotus and then Lotus wasn't, wasn't able to identify signals, signs from God. He was, he wasn't seeing uh, right things. He was saved. He was righteous. He had same opportunities to know God and work with God, but he, he didn't decide to do so. And uh, Lotus was kicked out from the city, from the town with his wife and his children. And the wife didn't want to leave um, um, such lovely life. And uh, God was telling them um, not to look um, back. So we are not going to talk about his wife today because she looked back. And then Lotus continued his journey without his wife. When I think about this story, and then, uh, you know, the um, I ask God um, to protect me, for me not to be in place of where Lotus was. And then I, today I would like to show you the main um, difference about these two people. So one of them was thinking about God's plan and Abraham was say, you know, was thinking about the words of God. But not everyone is able to see um, such things or to think about such things. And some of them, you know, are able to um, to protect themselves because they lean on God's word. But Lotus wasn't there. And why these things happened? Why some people are able to identify and see? So why some people can hear and some are not able to hear? And... Um, and then let's read a few Bible verses. I don't know how far I'm going to go today, but um, I'll try. Um, the main mistake, I believe that you need to stop because this is not funny.
So the main mistake in your Christian life when people come to God and pray, I I am talking about people who pray. I, I'm not talking about people who do not pray. When people come to God, not because of God, but because they want, they need to be answered. They want God to solve their problems, to show um, their paths. And we, you might ask me, Vilma, is it bad to ask such things? No, it's not. It's not bad. But if your uh, your prayer is um, about this, and if you think that uh, the God is 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 going to make miracles, and if your everyday prayer you seek such things uh, and you have a new um, a new plan every day or maybe you are um, leaning on the same plan and you are asking and asking and asking and you ask God to give you something that's done you are in the position of lotus and I guarantee that you are blind you are blind and you think that you can see but you can't see why you are speaking so brave Wilm because the word the God the word of God is saying so do we need to have conditions for our soul to be able to see things and I'll tell you about Abraham as well what conditions he had and the main reason should be that um, a human being will come to God because of God himself. And just imagine, I think I've heard somewhere that, um, uh, yes, um, there was a member of, of church and I think he was actually trying to date because he doesn't have his wife um, on his heart anymore. And uh, he, he was telling to me that he has never seen such things before, because um, nowadays uh, women are more likely to look at your financial budget before they get married. Um, so the main condition is your finances so just imagine Darius I live with you because this is so comfortable for me to live with you um, you are going to buy a new pair of shoes for me and you are going to fetch me somewhere if I want to go on holiday you will take me and so yes this is so good for me to be with you you are a good person and you are going to take care of me and with such conditions, I live my life, my marriage life. So what would you think if you will find out uh, that your wife lives with you because of such things, of such conditions? So Darius, what would you do if you knew about this? 
because you are rich and you are good and you are hardworking person, if, if when I think about it, I feel sick. I feel sick. And if I was a man, I would be sick. And I would, <laughs> and if I was this man, I would feel like, no, 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 I'm going to divorce. I'll, I'll kick you out and then pay me back because you fooled me. But, um, you know, speaking about God, we allow ourselves to live in such ways. We build such conditions. I came up to you, God, because I need you, um, because you are very good and you are going to take care of me. So this is, so this is a blindness. You, you are far away from the main uh, um, message. And um, uh, there was a little moment as well. This is for um, somebody who um, gave their lives to Jesus. But um, if you haven't given your life to Jesus, you wouldn't understand what I am talking about. So when you um, you had your first encounter with God, remember what happened. When God's spirit filled your spirit your soul, your thoughts, your mind got filled with real life. When? Immediately. Immediately he came. When you came, he was always with you, but when you came, when you opened your heart through your repentance, and maybe maybe you think that you prayed the right uh, prayer. No, no. Your heart will open. Or maybe you wanted um, to have wife. Maybe you wanted to have money. And then you think, no, 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 no. You know what I'm talking about. But when you came to him, you realized that you need God. And when you opened your heart, he came and you become alive, a live human being. I remember when God filled my heart for the first time, I was crying for three days. I was running around. I was like, Lord, I am alive. I am so happy because I live this life. And just, you know, a few hours before, I didn't want to live my life anymore. I didn't want to live my life in the way my parents lived my life. And I was thinking, oh, no, it's, it's scary. It's so scary to live to be on your own on this earth and I didn't get anything not any tangible things no cars no other friends but I didn't need anything do you remember these days I would like to raise this question what has changed since 
What has changed since? Was it only for this first beginning, only for the one day? Was it uh, was it only the period of first love? No, Bible says. Bible says. Uh, uh, when you lose your first love, you get into a place where Lotus was. And I know that we are tempted and they will, they will tempt us every day. And um, you might be that you, you might be in a place that you need something else. But I remember, you know, when I was, uh, when I started my journey, I was waiting for Lord. And I remember that I was thinking as well, is it going to be enough to have God? Uh, and I wanted to, you know, some um, things to change in my life. And uh, when you start leaning on these thoughts, you might be trapped again in the same um, place where you have been before. And your eyes stop shining and you don't have peace. You might have everything, but you don't have peace. You don't have joy. And maybe, maybe you would like, or you try kind of to uh, create, you know, the, the, this joy in your life. Maybe new car, maybe new work, new holiday. But there is not enough of peace and joy in your life. This is one of sim symptoms. You are distanced from God. You made a mistake. You've been mistaken. And the main sign when, uh, when a human being is growing spiritually, he's connected to the main uh, source there are going to be three three um, main things that your appetite to know God better is gonna grow and your soul will um, will search for you God you are my food you are my food you are my water of course I have some needs and I might put my needs on a piece of paper and then I can put them on a, on one side and I can um, trust you Lord I do not tell God what to do um, and um, if you control God you are mistaken. Obviously, I have some needs. Um, it could be my health, could be my children. But once I put them on a piece of paper, I decide to trust Lord. But I know that I know you, Jesus. I know that the minute I wake up in the morning, I am hungry. I am hungry. Because I want to be close to Him. And some people say that on Sundays um, is so good. Um, uh, but on Mondays, you, can, you have to face reality. No, but you need to go close 
to you, to the main source, because his presence is the main value, the main thing what we need. And if you get your needs answered, you are going to last two, five days and you don't have peace and your, and, um, and your eyes are not shining anymore. So this is every morning. Every morning you come to Jesus and you say that I come to you to know you better, to stay with you, to remain in you, just to be with you. Because your presence is everything what I need. Through your presence, I can get everything. I can get wisdom. I can get strength. I can get my answers. I can see things in your presence. And in your presence, my soul is able to see things in different lights. This is the spiritual spiritual action. A minute you decide to be close to Lord. Maybe just before you came to Lord, you were thinking um, in different way, and then. As soon as you entered his presence, you started to think opposite. And the prayers, they raise because of his presence. And only in such way you can stay close to the main source. We need such juice, and those juice are his, himself. And from him we get everything what we need for one day. You enter his presence and then you can build your trust. Your trust starts to grow. Um, you start to remember his powerful work. And you start to remember all these words of um, worship. He is amazing. He's amazing, God. But this is, this is not, um, this is happening. Is happening not on the level of your logical understanding, but when you enter your presence and when you come because of Him, because your soul is created in such way, your soul is fed through His presence. Do you remember the story of this um, Samarian lady when she came to get some water and Jesus started to talk to her and Jesus says, um, you are thirsty and she answers, yes, I'm thirsty and he was saying to her, um, you will be thirsty for, uh, for a long period of time if you're going to live in same way I am not talking about physical water he was talking about man in her life and he said to her can you bring your man to me and she said I don't have a man and uh, so and uh, he was saying about some man who she was going out with at the time 
and she he was saying if you hope that this man is going to change your life you are mistaking he's not going to change your life yes sarah i was trying such things have you been in such places and jesus said Dear lady, if you will continue to drink this water, you will not get what you need. You will be thirsty forever. If you hope that somebody else is going to fetch life to you, you are mistaken. Uh, you are going. You are going to continue to drink this water physical water and you are going to be more thirsty <sighs> i remember when after our um honeymoon we had an argument and we came uh, separately from the honeymoon but now it's been 27 years since our marriage so i i am going to tell you that if you enter God's presence for some other things, you are not connected to him. You are the main source, Lord. Um, you, might, you might raise some questions like, oh, Vilma, I do not really understand what I'm talking about. So um, I would tell you that you need to pray that you need to believe uh, in what has been said then i am um i am blind and then when i up in the morning i have so many problems and i have many jobs to do and i need to devote devote some time to lord uh, what? I devote so time to Lord. I have small children. I have so many works to do. Then this is how you are distanced from Lord. And the second signal, when you grow in God, when you remain in His presence, naturally in you, there is going to be like um, allergy against wrong things this is the result of um, his presence because you walk in his presence and you will want holiness this is the result of your uh, walk with lord and i i remember when i was coming to god i was I was searching for him, I was searching for him. And I remember um, when I stopped drinking alcohol like this immediately. And then I was going out with Darius and I realized I don't want to live my like, life like this. I need to get married. I am not going to live with him. So you become able to distinguish um, um, 
the fruit of your spirit. And if a month ago you could cover yourself with lies, you start to understand that this is this is a big thing, and maybe you were able to um, um, to talk about somebody in a bad way then as a result you can feel that oh my goodness i'm not gonna do that because it's not good or if i see if i see somebody you know um addictive to smoking i look at those people and i feel oh my goodness this is so scary this is so scary sin can destroy us but when we stay in his presence, the desire of holiness is growing in us. Maybe you were able to justify yourself like, oh, this is my temperament and, and um, you could cover yourself with, you know, something. But, you know, when you walk with God, you know that these things are not for you. You know that through His sacrifice, you you come to His presence uh, every day to know Him better, to spend some time with Him. One day I will show you how such prayer looks like. And often you need to make a decision. Maybe something is happening in your life. You need to make a decision. And maybe you will say to God, like, God, it doesn't matter what is happening in my life, but I don't want to lose this connection with you. I don't want to, um, to be distanced from you. Please help me to stay with you. I don't want to be like Lotus. I don't want to. I want to see things in different lights. And the third symptoms, when you are in his presence, your appetite for emptiness of this world will, will grow weaker. And remember, Apostle, Paul, um, he was saying that uh, he just wanted God in his life, and that was the sign. Your appetite for this world will be very weak and very small, and if you wanted some other things in your life, you will be like, no, no, I can see things in different lights. Um, I remember myself thinking about fashion. Oh, uh, and I really wanted to um, to be so fashionable. And things change. And not because of your understanding, but His presence enables you your soul, your soul is always in a light and your soul is always connected to the main source. And um, um, this is my theory and you can think um, 
yourself, but I am going to mention what I was thinking the other day. Some people classified people in uh, like, you know, middle class or upper class. Um, and for example, if you came from the village to the big town, uh, you might, um, mm -hmm, you might, um, start comparing yourself to people who came from town, but actually you are from the little village. And to be honest with you, I respect people who came from village more than people who came from the town. Do you remember when you come to the village and everyone is so um, welcoming? Come, come in, don't take your shoes off. We're gonna clean the house later. We are going to make some food for you. And uh, they talk about things in their way. They have clothes, they have a house, and they are fine. And then um, a person who might come from a town, they are different. But in a village, you have real things. And these things are really, really simple, but they are humble. People are humble. Their values are different. And when you come to somebody in town, uh, they might be like, okay, this table costs 250. Please do not put hot. Um, cup on this table because you might leave a stain on it and look at this my new carpet this is Dolce Gabbana I bought it on sale but anyway and uh, I am a very educated and I know all the musicals um, it's not a sin to uh, go to musicals don't be afraid, it's not a sin. Why Why did I ask you? But I'm going to say it anyway. Um, I'm not saying that you need to hear something what I am not saying. But you know, in this 21st century, tell me how many musicals are on this earth. My goodness. People are half naked in these musicals and you are not calling this pornography. And when you come there, you need to close your eyes and you need to put something like on your children's eyes. This is the... And you call these things really good things? I do not. It's not the light. Um... And it's not the level of to be of um, someone who's from town. Be someone who's from village. 
And if you choose to be humble and to be human being, then choose to be from the village because what is going on in this um, art, we are going to be in the time of Sodom and Gomorrah. I'm not saying that you, you don't need to visit any concerts, but I... Uh, I stopped visiting such places, and you can call my, me someone who is from village, but I do not put pollution on my on my soul, on my thoughts. This is so empty, emptiness of the world. And when you are in God's presence, everything starts to... Um, and if you are walking with God, you will know where to go and where not to go. He is going to turn you into the right direction. When you are really close to God, God uh, the emptiness of, of this world is so real to you. And you understand that you don't need something to feel better. You don't need designer clothes. Um, so you don't need to show that your hat, maybe your hat is uh, from Dolce & Gabbana. And um, as, as more as you stay close to God, you start to understand such things. And you think, when you think about donations for church, um, you don't need to donate. But if you think that um, five pound is enough to donate to church, but you gonna spend your money on Dolce and Gabbana, and you think that God is gonna bless you, why? Why? Because you are not walking in the light of God. And then we think why we don't have life. Because we enter wrong rooms. Come to Lord. Stay with Him. Stay by His legs. Remember Maria, she was uh, sitting by His side. And uh, when um, Jesus was killed, she was, she was going to Him. She was running to Him. She was one of the first. And when you pray um, in a certain way, you wake up in the morning and you take your Bible, you remember your first love and you know where the real life comes from. Yes, you, need, you have your needs, but your spirit desires his spirit and you say good morning God if and you say I need you without you I am not going to be alive and I start to understand that you are such such a good teacher such a good healer and you start to remember all good things God has done, and maybe you will um, play 
the worship music and sometimes um i feel like i can't stop myself from crying and i understand that i the minute i come from him he fills me again and i am so full of him and i was awaking my god the other day and i was praising him i was praising him and saying you are amazing god you've done such an amazing feel the things in my life and i was so full and uh, if i felt like if i'm going to meet somebody i'm going to say to this person god is good god is good so you need to remain in his presence every day so this is the manna from um uh from uh, um heaven for every day and you need to eat it you can say that you eat god every day and in the result of that we are strong we can see like abraham and in his presence you can start seeing things and he um can give you advices and the lord might say to you um just collect your belongings take your husband and let's go where let's go get your things together we are going where i don't know but god told me to go but how because god told us to go okay if he if god told us we need to go then and abraham was going and how did he know because he knew god because he was in his presence always in his presence and um when Darius was saying about turbulence and then we we go like oh where are you god so this is not for some people this is for everybody god is very approachable this is for everybody and uh, at the end i would like us to read a few bible verses uh -huh. john chapter 6 verses 47 58 very truly i tell you the one who believes has eternal life i am the bread of life your ancestors at the manna in the wilderness yet they died but here is the bread that comes down from heaven which anyone may eat and not die i am the living bread that come down from heaven whoever eats this bread will live forever this bread is my flesh which i will give for the life of the world then the jews began to argue sharply among themselves how can this man give us his flesh to eat jesus said to them very truly i'll tell i tell you unless you eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood you have no life in you whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and i will raise them up at the last day for my flesh is 
is real food and my blood is real drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me and I live because of the Father. So that one who feeds on me will live because of me. And everything what I was saying to you, you can find in these Bible verses. This is the bread that come down from heaven. Your ancestors that ate manna and died, but whoever feeds on his bread will live forever. And um, Isaiah chapter 55, verses 1 to 3. Come, all who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you, you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread, and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me, and eat what is good, and you will delight in the richest of fare. Give air and come to me. Listen that you may live. You will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. My faithful love promised to David. So this, um, the manna from uh, um, heaven is your bread for your every day. And I am this human being who wake up in the morning and who is hungry and I want to eat. And your position is disposition and uh, when you feel that something is wrong with you you need to um, come to him repent and pray and ask Lord to renew your strength you can put all your needs on a paper and you can put your hand on it and say, I am going to trust in you, Jesus. You know better what is going to happen. You are my father. And on Friday last week, I saw a vision. And I saw people um, carrying boxes and um, putting boxes in one place. And I was asking God, what, what did you show me? And God was telling to me that this is their needs, the needs of people. Um, so my part is to trust in Lord. And what I am going to search for is your kingdom, Lord. Uh, Matthews chapter 6, verses 31 30, 34. So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. So I know that my heavenly Father knows that I need uh, sausages, I need a job, I need shoes, I need children, I need friends, maybe a dog, maybe a cat, holiday, what else? But He knows, He knows what you need. You are people who live on this earth. So 
please do not fight for such things. You need to fight for his presence and you need to put your flesh on the cross to be able to get in such position. If you are filled with his presence, you won't feel hungry. So this is your battle. You need to bring your flesh into the place where your flesh should be. And uh, um, I remember um, one woman was telling me about her flesh. She knew that she has to devo devote some time um, to spend with God, but she was going around the table. She was going to check the fridge, what's in the fridge, to maybe to eat something. So this is how you need to crucify your flesh. And... Um, if you remain in his presence, your hunger is going to, get, to be more eager to be with him. So in his presence, everything um, goes to the right shelves. And in his presence, in his light, you can see everything. So this is not because of your righteousness, because of your faith. For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Just say, will be given to you. This is not the main foundation of your life, not your job, not things... Um, that they giving to you. Why? Because God is with me. I am full. I have food. I don't mind if I am going to have difficult times or good times. God is going to be with me. Move forward and hold on this um, foundation. And then the result... As a result, we are going to see the work of Abraham's. And when you know that God is with you, no things are scary anymore. This is the foundation of his presence. Okay, um, please, um, musicians, come on a stage. And um, I am going to tell you my story. I think I, once I've told this story to you, I remember many years ago, I was sitting with my, um, with my uh, friends. Um, we were in um, Costa Coffee Shop. And they started to uh, give their testimonies what God has done for them. One of them said about um, something what God does did has done for her in you know um, financial area, and I am listening to them. I am listening to them, and then and I feel like I am a bit jealous or something, and then I started to think I was think. I was asking similar things and I haven't received them. And I was thinking about myself giving my donations and I am not getting anything in return. 
I, I was thinking, my face was smiling, but everything in my head was kind of like, uh, you know, boiling. And I received a message. Uh, think about Lord and your heart will receive everything what you need. And I was thinking what I wanted, what my desires are. Where is my heart? And then I started to think about my prayers. And then I realized that I shouldn't be surprised that my heart in, is in this position because my desires and my prayers, they are, they are far from the main foundation. And you know, I wanted to climb under the table because there was a breaking point for me when I started to look at my heart, to see my heart. And I was thinking about, um, um, about my heart as a prod prodig prodigal son. And I was, I started to think my first love. I started to think when I was coming to God and God started to renew everything in me again. And I am the most happiest uh, human being on this earth. And believe me, I have many problems. I am scared. No, I am not scared anymore. And I remember my prayers were um, about about something like about children. Oh, we need to pray about children. We need to pray about church because of anxiety. And uh, today when I see things um, like problems, you know, in my life, I come to God and I say, God, you are enough to me. You are enough. Just stay with me and allow me to stay with you. And I am going through everything. Am I going to be high? Am I going to be low? I don't mind. I'm telling you, everything is going to be okay. And if we, if you have if you're going to have turbulence in your life everything is going to be okay because you know that you know he protects you not a human being God God protects you how do you know because you spend time with him because you know him this is how Christianity looks like I thank you Lord uh, for what you have been doing in our hearts and if, 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 if we have been mistaking, searching in wrong places for something else, I ask for your mercy to return back to us. For us who are already back to you, help us not to distance from you because only in your presence your word reveals to us. In your presence, we can understand what is going 
to happen in the spiritual life, we understand about dangers and we know that our faith is so light because we are have amazing connection with you and uh, we know that if you are not going to feed us we are going to stay with you but we know that you will feed us because this is how you are <laughs>